Welcome to the Macros for Life podcast, where we talk all things macros, business, and marriage. We're your hosts, Eve and Randall Guzman. Visit our website at www.gtransformationacademy.com, where you can download our free How to Track Macros guide. This guide has helped over 15,000 people start their macro tracking journey. Hey everyone, welcome back to the Macros for Life podcast, where we talk all things nutrition, fitness, business, and a little bit of marriage. And we're really excited to have one of my, I feel like online friends, hopefully I get to meet oh, yeah. you in real life yeah, one day, for sure. mm-hmm. but we have Beth Farako here today. How are you doing? I'm good. I'm good. Thanks for having me. I know. I'm like so excited. The fact that this is like actually happening, I'm like really giddy. Yeah, um, me too. I was just joking, joking with Beth. I was like, today you're like the only thing that um, is actually on the agenda for work. So the fact that it's still fun and it's someone cool that we get to meet, yes. this is really exciting for me. So it's like a good, the day after traveling day. <laughs> yes. I feel the same because I'm in the same boat as you. Yeah, it's always like weird to like get back into it and then kind of like get into the swing. Right, right. But if you guys are like living under a rock and you guys aren't following Beth, um, we're going to have her handle in the show notes. You guys can go and check it out. Um, But if you check out her her, uh, bio, it actually says exactly what I think she stands for. She is a no bullshit online nutrition and strength coach. Mm -hmm. And if you guys are new here listening, all of our podcasts are explicit and it's going to be very explicit today. Um, So you wear, you wear, you will be triggered (laughs) about your own shit. And we're going to be talking about all the bullshit today. So tell us how you got started um, in your own like fitness and nutrition journey. How did that look like for you? Um, So it started really when I quit drinking about eight years ago. Um, from quitting drinking, I started to run and then from running, I got into strength training. So it was kind of like a trickle effect. You know, you got to start somewhere, right? And you know how people are like, I don't know where to start. It's like, okay, well, I, for me, it started with running and then, and it morphed, you know, as I morphed and changed. So, um, I, when I quit drinking was going to AA every day for a year. I met a girl, her name was Allison. She was having like a boot camp type thing at like five 30 in the morning. So I would meet her. That's when I got into running. And then my AA meeting was at like 7 AM. Um, so what happened was she actually got a job somewhere else. And I'm like, what am I going to do? Um, a gym just so happened to open near me across the street from the AA meeting around the block from my house. And I started taking group classes there. And then they were hiring a um, front desk person. And I've said, you know, this is perfect. My son's about to go to preschool. I'll have more time. So I started working behind the front desk and then they were looking for a trainer. And my then boss, who is now my business partner, I was like, I feel like you would be a really good coach. Do you want to start interning? I'm like, yeah, of course. So I started interning Um, from there. I I actually decided to get certified in nutrition first because that really um, was something that I felt was needed more. Um, because I noticed something very common with the women that I was, uh, you know, training with is everybody was working really fucking hard and no one was like really losing fat. And they were all trying these different yo-yo diets at the same time I met Jordan Syatt and I joined his inner circle. So I was kind of learning from him and then, you know, taking my nutrition 
and just kind of started learning from there that, Hey, you know what? Nutrition is the driver of fat loss. And so that's what really got me started in the nutrition part. And then I got certified after as a personal trainer and, um, I got my Mike Boyle cert for a certified functional strength coach. Yes. Like you really went down the path of like, let me get this, get certified. Boom, boom, boom. Like literally knocking one thing off after another. Yes. Yes. And at that same time, there was two coaches in the gym that were working there that did not want me to coach. And so mm. I was going through a thing with them where they would come to my classes and they would, you know, uh, say, you know, you're not, the music's not loud enough. You didn't demo that exercise. Right. And just, you know, they wanted me out. And so my driving force was like, fuck you, bitch. I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to fucking show you guys. Okay. So I just kept going, kept showing up. I mean, I wanted to quit a lot of times. There was a point where I was like, this is borderline abuse. Mm -hmm. And you know, my boss then just opened that gym. So he was new into like being a boss and things. And, you know, it shouldn't have escalated at that point. They ended up getting fired after a certain amount of time, but um, and look yeah. at you now. I know. And what's funny is one of them, um, <laughs> actually DM'd me and was like, do you think you, you know, could coach me? And I was like, no, I'm really busy right now. Sorry. Yeah. Look at um, that. That's how I usually <laughs> works, right? Yeah. Now I'm hot. They all want me. Right. right? And what yeah. I didn't, what I didn't understand is like, you know, why wouldn't you want to help somebody? You know, I'm, I'm in there to help other people with you. What do you have against me? You know, you're supposed to be on my team here. I just couldn't imagine like acting like that towards someone and not, you know, of course I didn't know how to demo some things. I was supposed to be interning and learning from those, you know, them. Mm -hmm. But they it's were crazy selfish assholes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. 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 They felt threatened it's, in some form of a way. So I guess they should have been. Definitely. It's crazy <laughs> that we have so many people like in this industry that still like that. We know that there's a ton of people like that in the world, but here you're supposed to be here to help people. So when you see someone trying to do something for themselves, you would think somebody would jump in and just try to help and push them. But I mean, we see the opposite a lot of times and it's sad. Yeah. Yeah, all the time. Now, was there anything that really made you pick that gym? Um, anything like besides location? Like, did something just like pull on your heartstrings when you were going through recovery or was it just convenient? Well, it was convenient because I live in Maine. It's a very small town and there's not many gyms. There's like a Planet Fitness, I think. And, you know, that was about it. And then there's Hybrid Fitness, which is kind of like a boutique style gym. So, they had group coaching classes. Then I had, um, like, um, small group personal training classes. So, and then regular personal training. So it wasn't like, you know, like a big box gym. Got it. And how important for you was it to be working out while recovering? Did that have like a huge, um, component of like you changing and building this new life? Oh yeah. Uh, yeah, it definitely, um, helped tremendously, especially the running. I felt like running for me was, it was so fucking hard but quitting drinking was harder. So I'm like, I'm just going to do this thing um, and just keep doing it and doing it and doing it and doing it. And it, that got easier. And then, you know, not drinking got a little bit easier um, as time went on. And so I think fitness for me and helping people um, has really, you know, been a game changer. I feel the same. Like I had no idea I was going to be helping people. Like I was helping people in a capacity um, working as a research science scientist in pharmaceuticals and bringing, you know, the miracles of modern medicine to market. That was like, literally, <laughs> I still remember like, all the <laughs> 
Um, but it was like me being a nerd behind, you know, um, a bench table and working in a hood, a sterile hood and sterile rooms and doing these things. I didn't know I would love helping other people so much. In the beginning, yeah. I was like, what the fuck do they want to hear this from me for? Like people DMing, oh my God, you lost so much weight. Just tell me what to eat. Tell me what to do. And I'm like, I don't want to help these people. I'm like, why would you want to ask me? Mm-hmm. And then eventually it was so many. I was like, okay, like here, do this, do that. And they would come back in a month and like, I lost five pounds that I've never been able to lose. And I'm like, I like this feeling. Yeah. And now I can't stop. Like now it's probably like an addiction. My husband has to tell me like, you know what? Maybe you shouldn't do this project. Like back off. You need right? to Maybe this should be the day that you watch Netflix all day, but like, I can't help it. That's hard to do, isn't it? It's going to be like this. Yeah. Like who knew? Mm-hmm. Who knew? I like I, I never even knew, never knew. So when you started your business, what did the startup look like when you started like moving into um, doing coaching outside of the gym? Like, what was that journey? Messy, hard. I'm sure it wasn't easy. <laughs> so I was uh, coaching the gym for about five years. And mm-hmm. then um, what happened was in, you know, March, was it uh, like January of 20, uh, when 2020 first began in January of 2020, um, I was Jordan was uh, starting a, um, online fitness business mentorship. And I was thinking, you know, I need to start doing something for myself. My father passed away when I was really young at 45 years old and left my mom with nothing. Um, so she went bankrupt. We lost the house. And my husband at the time was about my dad's age. And I'm like, I don't, if something happens to him, I don't want to be left like my mom, you know, I want to have something for myself and I'm going to be able to take care of my, my son, So I told my boss, I'm like, you know, I'm going to join this mentorship. And at some point I'm going to, you know, move into the online space because I I want my own business. And next month, uh, 2020 happened, the gym shut down, you know, everything shut down. So I got thrown in literally to the online, online space quicker than I even expected. I wasn't even planning on, you know, going this far that quick. So, um, from joining Jordan's mentorship, um, one of the challenges he had monthly challenges was to post every day on TikTok, And I was like, fuck TikTok! Are you kidding yeah. me? Like that's a kid's app, you know, who really? Um, so I'm like, all right, I'm going to do it. So I was just, you know, posting, posting. Um, and then one of my videos went viral and I'm like, oh shit. Okay. I started getting applications in and things started, you know, happening like faster than I can even imagine. I mean, I had no systems, nothing. I was just, just starting. So, you know, it started off with like the old Google sheets. Um, and it morphed from there. Uh, it just, you know, kept growing and growing and growing. And then I, you know, built my website, started, you know, writing articles. Um, then I had to hire, um, another coach to help me. And then it got beyond, you know, him. And then now I have about five coaches on my team and a sales team, which is pretty fucking crazy. Yeah. That's really awesome. Yeah. Totally. I mean, I did not expect like TikTok really, you know, shot me up there. Mm-hmm. That's that sure. is that's that's special. But yeah, with with some of these new people in the space, some of these new coaches, what would be your advice for them? What what should they focus on right now when they're getting started and trying to build? I think it's important, uh, you know, to actually work with people in person first before you become an online coach, especially if you're, you know, doing strength training, things like that, because, you know, seeing people's movement in person, it really helps you be a better coach online. I believe Mm -hmm. that would be my number one thing. Yeah. Especially if you're, you know, programming workouts. Yeah. Right. 
I think you probably learn five times as fast. Yeah. Like, you know, people are like, oh, like there's never good, there's never the best time to have a baby. And they're like, I don't know anything. No one knows. Yeah. But once you have a baby for a month, like you learn so much shit so mm -hmm. fast because you're responsible for this life. It happens. Yeah. I believe the same thing can happen um, with in-person coaching. Like you learn stuff, people, habits, dynamics, communication, mm -hmm. like really fast yeah. because you don't have time to sit behind your phone and think of the answer, they're like in your face. And they're right. like, what do you want me to do? Exactly. You got to know your shit. You got to yeah. know your shit. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. There's like no faking when you're um, no. in person. Right. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, also working with people for free mm -hmm. is so mm -hmm. underrated. Like, you know, get if you want to do this, okay, you have to, you know, work with people, right? You have your mom, your brother, your sister, your cousins, whatever. Just start practicing and working with people for free and then find a mentor. And learn yeah. from other people that know more than you. Yep. I still don't know what the fuck I'm doing. <laughs> <You know? laughs> Some days we don't. They're like, you know, you know? all together. And I'm like, <laughs> yeah. Some days I feel like I really have it together. And I'm like, I have so much clarity in my business. And I'm like, Randall, life is like so great. And then next Tuesday, I'm like, I just want to die. Like, what am I, I doing? I like, I don't, I don't know what I'm like. I guess I'm just going to figure it out, you know? Yeah. Mm -hmm. And that's like yeah. literally what we've done. And that's how life is. Like, you're really just figuring it out. Yeah. Definitely. Definitely. If you, if you, if you in this lifestyle, yeah, it's great. And it's very rewarding. But if you ain't had nights where you up all night working on stuff because you can't figure it out and you don't have anybody to do it, like you probably not all the way in because right. it's been so many nights like that. It's crazy, but it's rewarding. It's all totally it's all worth it in the end. It yeah. is. Absolutely. You said one thing, you have a quote, and it's so true. But I want you to talk to talk to it like and just tell people exactly what it means. You said getting your shit together requires a level of honesty that you can't imagine. Mm -hmm. Like, talk about that, please. I mean, okay. I know everyone has done it, right? Like you think you're doing everything and, but you know that you're fucking not, you know, you know, like you just, you're trying to convince yourself, you know, I, I convinced myself that was my hormones. Um, it was all kinds of stuff, but it wasn't me, you know, even though like <laughs> at that, you know, when my drinking days and I was, I, I was about 50, 60 pounds overweight. Um, mm -hmm. I called the Belvedere bloat, you know, um, I, I don't even know where I'm going with this, but <laughs> you got to get really fucking honest with yourself. If you want to make a change. Um, I mean, I, you know, half-assing tracking, you know, I would, you know, eat something and then put it in and then, you know, eat and then, you know, put it in, but then eat some more and not put it in. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, all those things like not weighing and measuring my food in grams and on a food scale. And if someone asked me if I was doing that, I was like, yeah, of course I am. Um, but I, I wasn't, you know, a hundred percent. So it's like, once you get honest and you start to see the changes and you start to see results, you're like, fuck, why didn't I, why didn't I just do this in the first place? But you yeah. gotta get on, you gotta get on your, gotta, gotta get on your own way. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Think it also you can hold yourself back. You can hold yourself back. Because you're thinking, yeah, like you said, you're tracking, but you know, you're cutting that chicken up or you're putting that rice in there and then you measure out five or six ounces, but then you eat a scoop. Yeah. Like you're not tracking that. Like, yeah, yeah. like be honest, be right. honest with yourself because your body's gonna tell on you. I'm tell right. It's like you don't have to track calories, but they count, you know, those right. extra let me have some almonds and you just keep dipping in the bag. Oh, that's okay. I don't have to put that in. You know, I'll have some of my 
sons like extra goldfish. I won't track that either. Uh-huh. 100%. <laughs> I think it even extends to past tracking with mm-hmm. like your behaviors, your behalf, your habits, your commitments. I see it so much. Like it, I feel like it's like huge right now. Everybody's comparing their journey to someone else's. Mm. They're like, oh, she's ripped and she's got abs and they see the before and after, you know, new people probably come to your page and my page and they see Randall and they see our before and after and they're like, damn, I want to be that. But they don't know that it wasn't a 60 day plan, a 90, like it's years. And some years. people can't be honest with themselves of the reality of like this shit takes time and they want it really really quick and a lot of people um can't put their self on the chopping block to even commit to it like they want it they want to sign up they want to pay but will you actually do the work and like what level is it are you like on a scale of one to ten is your effort a two but you're lying to yourself and you're like yeah i'm a seven yeah, I am. But you like, no, you're not. Mm-hmm. And I think it takes, I mean, I think a lot of it too is like social media. We see the before and after and not everybody's talking about the shit show that's happening as we go to actually get there. Mm-hmm. And we make it look easy. Everybody makes it look yeah. easy. If it's one post, you know, they don't see like all the things Beth did, but mm-hmm. people like, I don't know, sometimes we're gullible, we're this, we're that. But a lot of times people aren't honest with the effort that they're actually making. Yeah. You can't give C effort and expect a results, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Definitely. <laughs> and it, it carries over. And you being a personal trainer, I know, you know, like, but it's one thing that I learned playing football. It's like, if we have a 20 yard stretch and you stretch for 19, but you don't cross that finish line, you stop early. Like you didn't finish the stretch. And it's the same thing in the gym, like in the gym, like if I have three sets of 10, I'm not going to do nine on that last set. I'm not going to do two sets like, but those details carry over into everything else that you do. Like in people Mm -hmm. like, oh, well, that's not a big deal, but it is because when you're working and you need to get something done and you know, you need to be, you know what I mean? Focused on that thing. And this might take you to one in the morning, but you're quitting at 11 and just saying it is what it is. It's going to be what it is. It is, but mm-hmm. those those things weren't planted in you because you haven't been doing them consistently and everything else you've been doing. Yeah, yeah. It's like, I don't think people don't realize that this it takes so much time. I mean, I'm six, seven years in and I still got to, you know, I would still like to build more muscle. I mean, it's, yeah. a, it's ever, you know, continuing. For sure. Mm-hmm. Or they think the work stops when you get there. Like, yeah, it's, it's, <laughs> it's like- no, that's why it's so important to build a life you can stick to and do shit that's going to be sustainable because when you stop the diet, you get to your goal. You don't stop eating protein. You don't stop fucking eating fiber. You don't stop walking. You don't stop tra- strength training. It's like you still continue to do all these things. You don't just end. All right, I'm done. I'm going to just <laughs> sit back and chill now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So also going back to like the honesty and tracking, um, what are some reasons that you've seen over the few years, um, several years that you've been coaching of why people don't want to track their food? Mm. What are the things? I know there's probably a few. <laughs> but why do you think people don't want to track their food? And if you're listening, we do want you to be triggered. <laughs> yes, yes. Um, because they think it's too hard. Well, I mean, everything is hard before it's easy. Do you think, you know, I'm going to start something new and be like, I'm a fucking professional, you know, I'm a pro tracker, right? No, I've never done it before. So you have to start and just, you know, 
start the process, right? It's, it's, it's going to annoy you. It's going to be, you know, a pain in the ass, but like, what is the saying you have? I love it. It says easy is earned. Yes. Fucking love that best saying ever. Um, and it's so true. And also, you know, they're eating these fucking meals that have like 8,000 ingredients. Mm -hmm. Okay. You don't need to bake chilies and freaking (sighs) casseroles. Start with the boring basic shit. That's going to be way easier to track single item ingredients here. Okay. Mm-hmm. I think everybody, when they start on a program, like the first time they get macros, they're like, oh my God, I got my macros. I'm going to do like all this shit with it. Mm-hmm. And they go find like five Pinterest recipes. They go find yes. macro friendly ones. They buy all of these ingredients and they're like, how do I track this day one of coaching? Right. How do I track my casserole? And I'm like, help me, please. Right. I'm like, and they're still just like learning how to use the app. So if yeah. like, if you're listening and you're like, yeah, I don't know how to track a casserole, Beth said it like single ingredient meals. Like we'll do protein, carb, veggie, mm-hmm. and then a sauce. Yes. Chipotle ranch, honey, mustard, ketchup, like switch the sauces. And then like mm-hmm. eventually, but I tell most people when you're new to tracking one recipe a week, yeah. just one because that, that does give you the experience of like how to enter it in. Mm-hmm. Um, and then there's going to be things you're going to have to learn how to estimate because that's going to be a part of the game when you're eating out. That's what I'm saying. But like, restaurants. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Stop all the fucking recipes, you guys. Like it's hard. Like it's yeah. really hard. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Keep it simple. Stupid. Yeah, you know? definitely. Um, I think another one, another one is it's like, okay, um, now the awareness is happening. They're like, oh shit, I really am eating a lot more than I thought. Um, so it's that face to face, then that, that slap in the face sometimes is, uh, you know, may steer people off. Like they don't want to see the reality of what they've actually been doing. So I think that can be a deterrent for some people, Mm -hmm. especially if they're not really ready. They're like, Oh fuck. Okay. Uh, yeah. Yeah. That's a big one. I think that was the thing that made me actually change. So when I started, um, macros first wasn't around my fitness pal, like none of that. I had the calorie counter, the calorie King, the calorie fat and carbohydrate behind me. Mm. It was a book and I did it in a journal. Cause it was like pre 2013 when I started like tracking calories. And when I started adding it up, I, I was disgusted. I was like, what? Like some days it was discussed. Some days it was like, okay, but I, my aha moment happened because I tracked. Yep. The same, same for me. Mm-hmm. I was like this, like my salad is 900 calories. Like I might as well have got the burger. Like mm-hmm. I had no awareness at all. And I yeah. think until the like awareness happens and there's like the connection of like, oh, I'm overweight because I'm over consuming. Sometimes people won't make the changes to different things like less sauce, less dressing. Maybe I don't need the bacon, the cheese and the croutons on the salad or do, should I just make like a burger at home? And it's like, I don't know, 90, 10 beef, you know, it's not too fat, not too lean, make my own burger. And it's still like under 500 calories or whatever. Mm -hmm. Um, But like, until you track, I don't think you'll really know what you're doing with yourself. Yeah. Yeah. It's definitely a game changer. Tracking just changes the way you view the food. But even even more than that, like before you learn how to track, if you learn how to read a nutrition label, like, I mean, I'm at the grocery store and everything I pick up, I flip it over and I read the label and I'm like, I'm not even putting that shit in my cart. 
Like, like, yeah. no way I'm going to eat it. I'm not even putting it in my cart. Look at it. Like once you, once you learn how to read that nutrition info, those nutrition facts, it just changes the way you view food. Yeah, exactly. It, it just always bog, like boggles my mind that people are like, I just, I just can't track. There's no way. I, do you have an easier way? It's like, well, um, the easier way would be to track because you probably hit your goals quicker because, you know, eyeballing and freeballing that shit, it, it only doesn't work. Yeah, let's just, let's just be real. It, yeah, it, it, you know, it, it fucking does it. I uh, over or underestimate, and I've been doing this for a long time, all the mm -hmm. time. We just had that conversation when we did our our morning walk today. Um, yeah, because yeah, like Randall's working with the coach right now, and it's like yeah. kind of like strapping everything back in, tightening it up. It's like literally like just like cutting all of the fat off the edges of everything yeah, it, he's doing. And he was like, yeah, I was too loose. He said it. Yeah, it made me refocus, right? Like, yeah. like you said, we've been doing this for a while. So like, I know my macros. I know where my protein targets are. I know where my carbs are. I know where my fat is. But at the same time, you know, those carbs and proteins are both going to hit you for four calories per gram. So it's easily to interchange those when you're when you're just looking at your calories and you're not paying attention to your macros on certain days. And then mm -hmm. when I wasn't working with a coach, like I wasn't going back and dissecting my macros, you know, throughout the week. Now that I got to report them, like I'm looking at them, like, let me make sure that I'm on point with my protein, such and such and such. And then I found out like I really wasn't really hitting my fiber like I had in the past, you know, and that was a big sticking point for me. But just having those eyes on it and paying attention, like it makes you kind of zone into that yeah. and pay attention to what you're doing. So I can only imagine a person who's either new to this or who's only been in this for a year or two that's trying to now eyeball stuff and look at the nutrition label. Yeah, you're going to be way off. Mm -hmm. Like we've been doing it for over 10 years and I was off. Right. And you, you made a good point, um, about like fiber and, you know, protein and things like that. And people don't understand that those things are important. And most people don't get enough of either of those. So tracking is also important to make sure that you're getting enough fiber, that you're getting enough protein and, you know, things that are actually going to make you feel good. Absolutely. Absolutely. You can't just look at the calories. Yeah. yeah. All the stats show that people that track at some point in their journey lose twice as much weight when their goal is intentionally to lose weight than those that don't track. And most people are off with their eyeballing almost 500 calories a day. Mm -hmm. And so that's the weight loss you're missing because you're eyeballing and yeah. going like one chicken breast filet versus like weighing it. <laughs> right, right. And you know, I don't know if you hear this, but I hear that oh, uh, tracking is disordered. It's like, no, it's- Oh disordered. my God, I hate those. It is not I know disordered. they come for you. Yeah. I oh, know girl, they... they come for me. I just did a video on, on TikTok. It went, to, it's like at 1.9 million. I did it yesterday. Ooh, and I gotta look, I gotta look. People yeah. are freaking out. And it was just about protein. Uh, I'm like, you guys- are not getting enough fucking protein. You're getting 50, 60 grams a day. That's not enough for a fucking garden gnome is what I said. Yeah. And I was like, if you are a living human being, you need to be getting adequate protein. And I have so many people coming at me like, oh my God, there's no way I can get that much protein. And um, I mean, the, the, the F-bums, you're this and you're that. It's out of, it was out of control. It's, it's. Wow. I, I wonder what pushed that one to the top. Like, um, it must have been like the disordered eating people day. You <laughs> must have let them have they it. were all online. I mean, the amount of people that are getting upset about me telling them to eat protein is actually scary. It, it, it's like, what? 
They're like, yeah. 50, 50 grams is, is plenty. I'm like, for who? If you have right. one, if you have one kidney. It's yeah. because they're looking up like the minimum requirements. Like right. you guys mm-hmm. are like now going and Googling, what are the requirements per day? You know, from the American Dietetics Association. Right. Like mm-hmm. those are like minimums, but for, for optimal health, people that are active. And if you actually want to have your, some muscle on your body, so you look good, you mm-hmm. know, insert word, tone, whatever, tightness, especially if your ass is over 35, like we need a lot of protein, a lot of protein. And it's most of the problem, like you were saying earlier, it's not your hormones. It's you're not lifting and you're not getting enough protein. And that's affecting your metabolism, the way your body shape, your fat to muscle ratio, Mm -hmm. 50 grams is like not enough. Our son honestly almost eats that for breakfast and he is going to be 16 years old. Yep. Yeah. Um, I can guarantee you our son eats 45 grams of protein for breakfast every day. Yeah. Every day. And guess what? He makes it himself, you guys. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so we have him down. Like he knows, like, if I can't, if I'm hungry and I need something right now, like what's the best option? Like protein minimum. He knows protein and goes go find some carbs. Yep. Like, he's mm-hmm. so protein heavy. We are we're on his ass of like, where's the carbs? Yeah. Get some bread, get some rice, like pancakes, like. Yeah, because he plays he plays a lot of sports and usually he's at two sports at in two sports at a time. Mm-hmm. So like we're on him about filling his body with those nutrients all the time. But it's like we're not super strict with him, but we taught him how to read nutrition labels. So he's aware of what he's putting in his body and he knows I gotta need to hit these protein and hit these carbs. Mm-hmm. You know, but it's it's scary that people think 50 carbs is, is too much. Like I know that's, that's- that's that's really yeah, sad 50 right carbs is nothing i mean 50 50 grams of protein is nothing i'm sorry that too yeah, yeah. <laughs> Both. yeah, I'm yeah like, if, like... We, if we post that he ate that for breakfast breakfast on tiktok today they would probably come for us oh god it's okay oh, like oh yeah sometimes i enjoy it but um i mean yeah they're just like so obsessed on it being disordered eating mm-hmm. sometimes it comes from people that have not experienced disordered eating but to really be honest all of us probably at some point in our life trying to lose weight and track have probably had some little touch of disordered something even if it's just a couple of days with your mindset whatever like but like tracking is really about awareness, using it as a tool for a goal, not doing it forever. Um, yeah. I mean, and there are some people that should not track, but the right. majority of us will do fine um, if you have the education, um, have a coach that supports you. But I mean, it's mm-hmm. really good for a lot of us and we should know what we're putting in our body. Like, point yeah, absolutely. Yeah, if like you have, we should if, know how much and what. <laughs> if, especially if you have a aesthetic goal, any, you know, uh, any kind of goal like that, you it's important to know all these things mm-hmm. and you know, you don't know what you don't know. And so yeah. if you want to learn about your nutrition and what makes you feel good, it helps to track. So you can actually see, okay, I felt like shit yesterday. What did I eat? You know, kind of things like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And sometimes I hate how people are like so obsessed on like, that's too much protein. And then they're like, and I want to be gluten-free, but they're drinking two, three glasses of wine every day. Mm-hmm. And they're like, mm-hmm. I'm not losing weight. What's wrong? i <laughs> <laughs> like, some of the rules are insane out here. Like people truly don't know like the foundations of um, nutrition. Like the biggest things are like your calories, protein, fiber. 
If you can focus on hitting those, a lot will change, but people are so caught up in gluten-free and, um, you know, the ingredients that they can't completely name versus like just the foundational things. But, um, I don't know if you get a lot of, um, men and women that are doing this too, but I have a lot of people that are like, I'm not getting a result, but they're drinking a lot of wine and beer. And they're like, but it fits my macros. So what would Mm -hmm. you say to that, to people that are like, I'm not getting a result, but my wine fit my macros today best. So I'm like, I'm good. Two thumbs up. Do your actions match your results? That's true. You you know, like, I don't think people understand that. Wait, eight alcohol is a poison. Your body's going to immediately try to get rid of it first before fat loss. So, you know, and then the things that people forget that they do, you know, it's like they have the amnesia, like, you know, oh yeah, it fits in my macros, but then they had like, you know, maybe a pizza that night or they blacked out. I don't know, but they didn't put all the drinks in there. You know, you know that once you have one or two, there's nothing after like that third or fourth glass of wine that wasn't in the first or second. Yeah, that's true. And you're going to start eating junk. (laughs) <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And then, then, then they, you know, the next day they're hungover and yeah. they're, they're not going to the gym because they're tired. Um, it's, it's a plethora. It's like a domino effect. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. I don't think people understand that just because the macros fit with alcohol, technically, mm-hmm. like you said, it's a poison and your body is going to stop the metabolism and digesting of your food to switch over to only focus on alcohol. Mm-hmm. And so that's actually damaging your metabolism, messing up your horn. I mean, it's just like a ricochet, a domino effect yeah. of things, but they're like, I hit my macros. I'm like, it's not okay. Right. And then we will sometimes have people negotiate, well, how many drinks can I have a week? And it's kind of the same thing. Well, Mm -hmm. how bad do you want this X, Y, Z result? And are you willing to give something up so that you can have a better life, more confidence, strength, you look better, you know, get rid of the pooch or whatever it is that it, you know, is keeping you from feeling good. Um, People don't understand that it's give and take. Yeah. You have to have some level of restriction. You have, you can't be doing the same fucking thing, hoping things will change. You just uh-huh. can't, you know, you can't go out every weekend and want to be a freaking bodybuilder or whatever you want to do. You, you just, you can't do it. Yeah, that's true. I, I like that. You said it that way with the word restriction in there. Mm-hmm. I think we get so caught up in saying like, I don't want to do a restrictive diet but some restriction to a point is good. Like you've got to restrict some calories. You've got to restrict watching TV when you maybe need to donate 45 minutes of time to working out. I think people just like want it handed to them. I know. Well, yeah, they do. It's hard. It's really it's hard. Worth it. And totally worth it. And if you just stick to it, you're going to see the results, but you just, you know, time's going to pass by anyway. So why, why are you just going to keep giving up or looking for the, the shiny object syndrome is huge. Yes. Um, I, I blame social media for that. You know, I don't know about you, but, um, some clients are, Oh, with the consistently looking on TikTok. What do you think of this? What do you think? No, keep your fucking eyes straight. Like, what are you doing? Like, you don't need mm-hmm. to be doing this apple cider vinegar cleanse or maca fucking tea. Like what, like, what are you doing? 
Um, just eat your protein, eat your fucking fiber, walk, and just do the boring basic shit consistently over and over and over again. Stop looking for the next best thing because it doesn't fucking exist. It doesn't exist. Yeah, they'll be right back to this. Yeah, exactly. Absolutely. Like people will still, what do you think of this? And I'm like, it's not for me. It's not going to last for you. Like mm-hmm. I know exactly what I need to do. Like yeah. I've never, if there's anything that I know I'm clear on is what I need to be doing for my nutrition and fitness. That's mm-hmm. the clearest thing in my life. Besides totally. also like, I want to have a great life. So I'm clear on that. Like I want to have right. fun and time freedom and travel, mm-hmm. but I know, I mean, I've done all the diets. I've done everything. I've done all the 100 calorie packed foods, 1200 calorie diets, slim fast, um, Randall's done isogenics. We've done Herbalife. We've done, mm-hmm. I mean, there's so many soup diets, 500 yeah. calorie diet, military diet. I could go on <laughs> and yep, it's I, a waste of fucking money. Such a waste, such a waste. And then the supplements. I mean, yes. people are willing just to throw their money down on a fucking supplement. Yeah. Um, but you know what? Coaching is way too much money. Yeah. 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 Like make that make sense. Mm-hmm. It's because they're not getting an immediate result with coaching. Mm-hmm. With supplement, they think- that they're going to get an immediate result because, and also the, you're, they're getting something, you know, in like their hands, like if they're taking it, but with coaching you, they have to actually do the fucking work. And Oh my God. Mm-hmm. Oh, this yeah. is good. This is mm-hmm. so good. I didn't even yeah. think about it. It's I think there must be also some like mind connection thing of this, like physical thing I'm yes. taking, I'm doing every day. I'm opening up the bottle, popping the, whatever in my mouth, mm-hmm. these like, green tea apple cider vinegar pills because they have that shit too i mean they have Mm -hmm. everything as a pill yeah i'm like what is going on let me take my green reds and greens powders or you know hormone balancing pills and they don't know what the fuck is that and when they they come to me i'm like you're not supposed to be taking that like they don't want to have premier protein shakes because of the ingredients but let's take this fucking fat burner pill that i have no idea what it's going to do to me like make that doesn't make fucking sense yeah. You know? Oh my God, I can't have that as carrageenan in it, but I'm going to have this fat burning pill with 8,000 milligrams of fucking caffeine and my heart's going to fucking pound until it dies, you know? Look, um, <laughs> I don't know why my face is itching all day, but. What the fuck is Look. wrong with you? <laughs> I'm laughing because I have been there. I remember <laughs> when I, I took like some type of like thermogenic fat burner. Oh my God, this is so embarrassing. I don't know if I've ever talked about this. Oh God, so I, I want to hear it. I was in management and this was like 2011, 2012. So like 12 years ago, I was taking some type of fat burner. If I can find it, I'll put it in the show notes of like what it was. Mm-hmm. I know it was in a pink bottle. So it was I know like- what it was. I was your supplier. <laughs> <laughs> what was it? It was that PX shit. Oh, it was kind of like PX. It was purple. Yeah. Was, uh, was it Fedra X? PH? PX. It was Simula- like PA, I don't so. know. I'll DM you was, and tell you. Yeah. I took it and you're like, it's, they're all the same. Take one in the morning on an empty stomach. Mm-hmm. And then two hours later, like take another. And then potentially when you build up, basically when you can like survive those two pills, you take another one when you work out. And I would take it in the morning before work. And it was like a 40 minute drive. And I would then also drink caffeine. Cause I was like mm-hmm. a dumbass. Like, why not? Just like, Put it all together, make caffeine mm-hmm. my breakfast and pop this little, Ooh, whatever yeah. that pH purple pill was, literally shaking, sweating, and I had dry mouth. And <laughs> I thought my, my team looked at me like I was on crack. 
I couldn't even, one time I had to have one of my staff members take over a meeting and I told them I had to pee because I was taking a fat burner. I couldn't talk. I was sweating oh, man. and shaking and I was, my mouth was so dry. They were like, what? Like, I looked like I was having a stroke and I came home and I told myself, I'm not taking that shit anymore. I mean, I would sweat through my clothing, taking oh, the pills, mm-hmm. lost no weight. Lost no weight, probably lost credibility with my people. <laughs> but I mean, I, I, you know, mm-hmm. it's like, oh, I t- I'll take something to help me out a little bit. Like yeah. we pretty much stick to protein powders. We'll take a probiotic um, and then creatine. Mm-hmm. And then we have pre-workout that we maybe dip in like five, six times a year now. We don't even take pre-workout. Yeah. Like we just like get to fucking work. We just go in the, you know, go in the lab, mm-hmm. go in the gym and start working. Yeah, same. But it's almost kind of like when people think about alcohol, you think of that term like liquid courage. Mm-hmm. I think it's like, you know, supplement courage. It's the confidence. Oh, this is going to motivate me when it's really your discipline and your actions. It's not these like, you know, purple branded pills and like metabolism for her pills that all these right. women are taking. Yeah. Uh, but you guys heard it from Beth, like save your fucking money and just buy a coach <laughs> for real, for real. You're going to learn a lot. I mean, I'm not trying to sell coaching to anybody or, you know, but I think it's the best investment someone can do for themselves if they're on a fat loss journey and they're spinning their wheels because mm-hmm. you can have someone that can give you a plan, take the guesswork away from you, hold you accountable. Um, you know, all the things that you need to be successful instead of, like I said, spinning your wheels over and over and over again. Yeah. You have a a lot of clients that come back to you like, oh man, I should have just did what you told me to do. Does that happen sometimes? Do you see it? Um, no, I'm not coaching one-on-one anymore. Mm -hmm. So I haven't seen that lately, Mm -hmm. but no, no. So what would you say if someone came to you and they're eating 1200 calories per day, and they say they've been stuck for months without progress, weight loss, whatever. And they're like, Beth, I'm eating 1200 calories. I'm doing everything. Uh, what would be some of your suggestions or tips or thoughts? <laughs> it can be um, a combo. Be like, okay, are you really eating 1200 calories? Right. If someone was really eating 1200 calories, they would see results. I mean, if they were doing that consistently, but I would, you know, ask to see their, their log. I would have them like track for a few weeks just to see where they're at. Um, but most likely they would need to, I would figure out, you know, like an estimated maintenance and kind of like go from there. Yeah. I think a lot of people are under tracking and don't realize it Yeah, or they're even just doing the math in their head or they're, you know, tracking during the week and then they don't track on the weekend. That's a big, Mm -hmm. or, you know, they'll eat 1200 calories a week during the week. And then on the weekend, they'll eat like 8,000. Yeah. And then then go, go back to it on Monday. And yeah, like in the diet mindset, but they're never in like the diet. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, you can order an appetizer and it's 1200 calories. Mm-hmm. And so like, if that's your first thing or what you're eating at 11 o'clock on Saturday, and it's like kind of your weekend fun type of day, then you've already hit what you think you've been hitting every single day all week. Mm-hmm. Or people will tell us on applications all the time. Um, I don't track on the weekends and I'm like, well, we don't really have anything to work with. We got to track all seven days. Yeah. Like not to be mean, but it's like, okay, like we got to track all the days. Let's see what we're working with because to really be able to modify or change something, like we have to have data, like what, you know, gets measured, we can manage. Yes. 
And, you know, most people, are you tracking bites, like and tastes? Are you weighing and measuring your food in grams in a food scale? Are you tracking um, when you're eating out there? You know, there's so many things that, you know, people or they're just logging it, but not doing anything else. Like, oh, I had this, uh, you know, but, you know, you have to actually put in the amount that you actually had. Yep, for sure. Yep. Have you ever went through a period in your own journey where you were eating um, like diet foods, like Weight Watchers, like lean cuisine meals or like reduced calorie, 100 calorie packs, and then like shifted to eating more real foods? Oh yeah. I, I mean, I've done all the diets. So I've, I've done like, you know, the Weight Watchers, the Jenny Craig, the, you know, frozen lean cuisine meals, uh, things like that for sure. But I noticed a big difference when I just started tracking calories and eating real, I don't want to say real, that, that that's real food yeah. too, but more whole foods, I should say. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Things actually made by you yes. and or not marketed to be like a weight loss thing. Right. Mm-hmm. And we went through that too. And it was like a hard transition. I mean, we've lost, uh, you know, a heck of amount of weight um, collectively, like well over 200 pounds. And we did that before we became nutritionists and personal trainers and got the education and got the certs. I mean, and we were eating a lot of diet food for a mm -hmm. long, long, long time. And we had to kind of like break that mindset of, Oh, I can only buy like, I used to buy those like Chips Ahoy 100 calorie, like little snack packs. Like, yeah. I, was like I can only have that or the sugar-free pudding cup. Mm -hmm. Like I haven't seen a fucking pudding cup in, I don't know how many years. And I'm, I don't want to see another sugar. -free. You did use to eat those pudding cups, <laughs> but, but that's one of the things that frustrates me with, when I go to the store, like you said, I was eating a bunch of diet foods, but once I started eating more whole foods or foods that I cooked, I seen better results. Like people that don't understand how to read nutrition labels when they go to the store and they see, oh, keto this or low fat that or healthy that, mm -hmm. they automatically pick those foods up and put them in the cart. But when you look at the nutrition facts on them, a lot of times it's not what it says it is. It's not actually that oh, yeah. food or it's packed with sodium. So that's going to counterfeit everything in it. And it's like, well, people don't understand because they don't know how to read those labels. Yeah. So like for myself, for myself, I know like you talked about how you had Subway. So when we first started this thing, like I ate Subway every day because we had Jared on the Subway commercial, right? Mm -hmm. Well, it wasn't really talking about that when I get this foot long, you know, it was going to be a hundred carbs on that thing. And it didn't tell me like, don't, don't get the spicy Italian and put the cheese on it and this, that, and the other. So I'm eating it every day. Right. Mm -hmm. And once I hit a plateau, I'm like, why am I not losing weight? But at that point, I didn't really know how to read nutrition labels or anything like that. So once I figured it out, what was actually in it, I'm like, damn, they telling us this is healthy, but it's not. Yeah. And it's the same thing when people are picking up these prepackaged items at the grocery store. And then they're like, why am I not getting results? Yeah. New reading nutrition labels is so important. You know, I think the nutrition should be taught in schools. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Like the basic, no one knows basic fucking nutrition, like building a healthy plate. And just for my protein um, video, people are like, what, what's protein? Like, what are pro some protein sources? I'm like, oh, fuck, man, you guys don't even know what the fucking protein is. Yeah. Um, or like shame. thinking that protein is only meat. Like I can't eat that much meat. No one's telling you to fucking eat so much meat. You're going to get the meat sweats. I never said that. Like yeah. <laughs> you need, to, <laughs> you know, there's so much more protein than meat. You guys, like you have like, no what's idea. The, what's you know? the meat sweats? <laughs> <laughs> 
I'm like, do I walk around smelling like? Have you ever heard that? It's it's like a joke. I've you know? heard it. I know, but I'm like, you know, how to smell? What do I smell like? Hot dogs? I mean, I don't have no idea. No, that's what I get when we go to like the Brazilian steakhouse or something. That's right, like that's a, the meat sweats right there. Las Vegas buffet, you know? Yeah, <laughs> all that prime rib. <laughs> yeah, I love that. I love the meat sweats, man. Yeah, right. <laughs> Um, hey, I mean, maybe I'm sweating fat because I'm eating all that protein. Maybe that's <laughs> really like that's truly um, what's happening. But I agree. Like, I wish it was taught in school because you know we spend a lot of our time educating. You know, mostly like 40 plus men yeah. and women. Like, what's the pro? They still think it's fat, and it's not their fault. Right? If it wasn't if you weren't taught it in your home, you sure as hell weren't taught it in schools. Mm-hmm. And now with you know education in school, I don't even know if they have. I don't even. Our son doesn't have a health class. Like, I had to go to a health class. Like, I right. became a first responder. I even learned how to do like CPR in my health class. How to do stitches. That wow. shit is not happening. Like yeah. I remember the food pyramid and then it moved into like the, my plate, I think in like the two thousands, mm-hmm. but like people don't know, mm-hmm. but you've got like your, um, I'm probably going to mess them up. I don't know how, I don't know what all the years are. There's like the gen X, gen Y millennials. Oh, God, Cause there's confused. so many, I know I fall in one, like barely like by a year. Cause we're 41 this year. Like we're barely in there, uh-huh. but like my daughter learn more about nutrition from TikTok than I ever learned with, you know, anything, even when I was dieting and looking up stuff myself. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm a, I'm a scientist for God's sake. Like they didn't teach me protein. <laughs> like, you know what I'm right? saying? And I can't like even believe it. Like we've taught yeah. our son some, but our daughter, um, she's almost 21 and she's mm-hmm. learned so much watching us too. Yeah. But like, I don't understand. So there's a huge gap of a lot of us that are 30 plus, you know, we're 30 on up and we don't know what the fuck protein is. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. I, mean, yeah, I definitely, I definitely feel like, and this is no knock on teachers because I love teachers. I respect teachers. I think they have one of the most challenging jobs out mm-hmm. there, but I, I feel like the curriculum should definitely, um, should definitely involve nutrition and it should involve finance because I think these kids are graduating from high school and they have no experience. They don't know how to manage their money. They don't know anything about nutrition. So I think our school systems are failing in those facets. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's definitely sad. But yeah. to a lighter note, <laughs> I have one last question before we get out of here today. Um, and we're going to want you to share like where you're at and all of that stuff too. Yeah. Um, but if someone is listening today, they found us today the first time um, and are listening, if someone wanted to start somewhere and just like transforming their body to just like feel better because they know they're looking better, whether there's like a 10 pound goal or, you know, eventually 50, 60, um, what would be maybe four or five things you would tell someone to focus on just to get started that maybe isn't like super sciencey or techy mm-hmm. or like advanced? Like what would be four or five things you would say, just do this for a little while, like do this for a month or two? Yeah. Um, I would say, take a look at your diet and look at what you can add rather than take away. So, you know, maybe is there, what's your fruits and veggies situation looking like, you know, maybe add more of those. What's your protein situation looking like? Maybe add more of that. 
um, maybe add, you know, a 10 minute walk a day, you know, get that movement going, um, start drinking more water, just boring, basic shit. And, you know, even writing down your, the food that you're eating, because when you're writing pen to paper, it's like that you're creating that awareness. And so if you know that you're going to write it down, you may not actually like grab that extra cookie. Cause you're going to be like, Oh, you have, that's the awareness, right? I'm writing it down. So just becoming more aware of what you're taking in, um, looking at what you can add, like I said, and, you know, getting more movement throughout the day, just boring, basic, simple, and just start there. I like that. But no one, you know, always wants to focus on that. <laughs> no, I know. If it's too like, oh. boring and too simple. Like you're actually doing it right. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's right. Not, it's supposed to be boring. Just like your workouts. If they're repetitive, like you're probably doing the mm. right thing. You just got to hang in there long enough to see it turn over into a result. Yeah. And, and, you know, stop looking for that motivation. I think we need to get rid of that word is it like, I need to get motivated. How do I get motivated? You're not going to be fucking motivated. Okay. You, you just need to yeah. do what you need to do. Even when you don't want to do it. Are you motivated to brush your teeth? Are you motivated to do the laundry? You're motivated to fucking make the bed, but you probably do all those things. Hopefully. Um, so the same thing goes with your nutrition and exercise. Yep. Absolutely. I- so let us know where everyone can find you, your handles, um, both of them, Instagram, TikTok, website, but also give us a little info on your podcast. So people oh, yeah. go up there and check you out. Um, I'm Beth Farocco Fitness everywhere. TikTok, Instagram, um, BethFarocoFitness.com on my website. And I have a podcast called Cut the Crap with Beth and Matt. It's a no bullshit um, health and fitness podcast. And we have a new episode that comes out every Friday. And we've been doing that for about a year and a half now. We've been the top 20 on Apple podcasts for a little bit. We were neck and neck with mind pump for a while, but that. Now that is impressive. Yeah. We were number two for a couple months. Yeah. It was pretty oh awesome. my gosh. I feel like you need a plaque for that. Like, that. Uh, right? <laughs> I, have like I have like mad respect for them. Like they're amazing. Oh man. So. Right. I'd like to get them on my podcast at some point, but yeah. And I'd love to get you on my podcast, you guys. Oh, so, absolutely. We'll, we'll chat about that later too. Yeah. Anytime, any yeah, subject. That'd be like, awesome. Yeah. Let's put it out in the universe that you end mm-hmm. up on Mind Pump. I want you to get on there. <laughs> Amazing. Yeah. You should be on there. Well, thank you so yeah. much for connecting with us today and podcasting. I'm hoping yeah. I get to meet you in, in real life before 2024. Right. Um, at the Real Coaches Summit. I'm hoping it <laughs> happens before that. I'll be there. Um, I'm speaking. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know it's so exciting nice. that you are. It's gonna My be first fun speaking time. event. Ooh, oh. this is gonna be awesome. <laughs> oh, man, this is I gonna be just, awesome. Yeah, but you never good. know. You you could end up having two or three before that. The year that's is true. young. The it, year is definitely young. Like, yes, hey, yes. you're moving and shaking, and like we're really excited with the impact that you're having in this space. Oh, thank you. And giving people like the hard truths and the honesty, like you're helping them weed through the bullshit, literally. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so we've really enjoyed having you today on our podcast. Thank you. I've enjoyed Definitely. It. Definitely been nice. We appreciate you coming and spending time with us today, Beth. Yeah. And as always, we appreciate all our listeners out there. Uh, we've been bringing y'all some hot fire for the last few weeks. So make Woo! sure that y'all share, subscribe, and download and go follow Beth. And then we'll talk to y'all later. Thanks, guys. Bye. Thanks for listening to our podcast today. Make sure you like, share, and tag us on Instagram. Also, subscribe to our channel so you don't miss future episodes. 
In the meantime, be healthy and get wealthy.